0: Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast, episode 325. Greetings everyone, Tom Purcell here. Happy New Year again. 2021 is here and it's here on full throttle here on the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast. The guest list this year will be second to none once again, and it starts with our special guest today. Always great to catch up with our good friend TaylorMade Golfs David Abley's David how are you my friend what a what a crazy ride this has been the last while huh Well
1: it sure has been a roller coaster Tom hasn't it and uh yeah it feels like we're still dealing with it a bit here early in 2021 but I'm doing well uh, appreciate having some time on the podcast as always and spending some time with all the fans of worldwide golf so uh this uh, this time of year is always an exciting one for me to have the opportunity to re-engage with you and the team and and share a few thoughts about golf and certainly Taylor
0: made Yeah, it is. It's kind of our State of the Union catch-up with you. But let's, let's turn the clock back, David. I mean, it was about, what, 10, 10 months ago when everything kind of hit. I think the Big East tournament got stopped at halftime and the Players' Championship was going. Take us back to what you were doing when all this happened and ca- how it kind of started.
1: Yeah, Tom. You know, I, I'll even backtrack
0: beyond 10 months
1: ago because it was March 13th or 14th, On Friday, when uh, Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour suspended play and then ultimately canceled the Players' Championship, which then really started to uh, create what I call the lever pulls in golf, all the different decisions that were being made around our great game, sport, uh, at the professional level, at the amateur level, and certainly the businesses, that's when things started to migrate. But we had had... Some level of awareness to um, a virus in China back at the end of last year. Had no idea it was coronavirus, had no idea that it was an epidemic of sorts at the time that could ultimately manifest itself or develop into a pandemic. Uh, but like many, like many of us in this industry, we do some work um, with Asia-based entities, uh, some in China, and we started to see Uh, a little bit of absenteeism in some of the facilities. And so we weren't sure what that was. So we played very close attention to that. So we we got a sense that something uh, unusual was happening at the end of last year, really the beginning of this year. And then once the media started to get engaged and the public health committee started to engage both nationally and internationally, we found out like everybody else that there was this epidemic happening in Asia that ultimately has become coronavirus on a worldwide basis. So we had a little bit of a notion that there may have been uh, something unusual, although we really didn't know what that was. Um, and our company is one that uh, always prioritizes health and safety in everything we do, absolutely everything, Tom. It's people, customer, health and safety first that Taylor made, so we were very cognizant of it. Then, then really to the genesis of your question, I actually ducked out with my family for a couple of days on a holiday in mid-March. And that's when the news started to break that this is um, serious. And we were obviously, like every other uh, company, going to take this very seriously. And then the, the Players' Championship was suspended. The NBA was suspended. Adam Silvers, the NBA, suspended the NBA season. And then things, you know, started to ramp. So over the past 10 months, there have been a series of actions and decisions that have had to be made on behalf of our sport on behalf of the business and certainly all the people involved uh, that uh, has been a bit surreal, uh, to be honest with you, Tom. And, you know, the starting point again is, you know, our hearts go out to all of those that have been directly affected by this and uh, and have either been infected by the virus or sadly, um, you know, have had some real uh, sadness in their life because of it. We're fighting like everybody else to do our part and help uh, our communities and all of our people and certainly their families and everybody associated with golf, um, through this, the best that we
0: can. Yeah. It made us really start thinking and reassessing and wondering where we were going to go. But what did David, what did, what did you learn about your team or yourself that you may not have known during this time? Because it was a, certainly a time for self-reflection and, and team reflection.
1: Yeah, Tom, you know, and I think a lot of, uh, a lot of executives will tell you that, um, you know, we had some levels of preparation uh, for an unusual circumstance like this, ready to go kind of a crisis management model that would help your people and your team through a situation like this. But I I can honestly tell you as, as strong as our management team is, I think we're the best in the business. And I also believe that we prioritize the right values within our business um, nobody is prepared for something like this. So you actually have to, in many regards, um, react to new data points and new learnings on a day-to-day basis to enable you to you know, make progress or plan for the future. And then the bigger question is, Tom, what are you planning for? Because the data is responsive data, it's not proactive data, and you can't model precedence from a prior year or a prior sequence of time that says, okay, this is what's gonna happen. So. What we learned very quickly about our team, and it's something that we knew, is we have a very fast and nimble leadership team at TaylorMade and a very fast and nimble culture. A culture that uh, really can make changes in our business and with our customers and with golfers and with athletes very quickly to ensure that we get our company and our people best positioned for whether it's health and wellness in this case or success when things started to improve. And so it was a tremendous learning and validation that, and you and know, I, you've heard me talk about this before. Our company uh, at TaylorMade here, in many regards, gets deemed as one of, if not the most innovative company in golf. And typically, when when the constituencies talk about innovation, they talk about our product innovation, Tom. But I have always said this, and I believe this more so today than ever before. Innovation, a truly innovative company, um, innovates across everything you do, and it starts with the way you think, and it starts with your corporate culture. And uh, innovative companies have the capability to create when they need to. They have the capability to think differently when it's required. They have the opportunity and capability of acting quickly when necessary. And fortunately, we were able to do that. No better example when we really, the, one of the first things we wanted to do was do our part in helping those affected or helping those that are fighting this pandemic on the front line. So as you recall, Back in May, we brought together four of our superstars, Dustin Johnson, Matt Wolf, Rory McIlroy, and Ricky Fowler, and we, with our partners at the PGA Tour and at NBC, put on the first live televised sporting event, TaylorMade Driving Relief at Seminole Golf Club of all places. We put on the first live sporting event since the onset of COVID-19 to raise money For the Nurses Foundation, the CDC Foundation, we raised almost $7 million, Tom, to help. And that was something that I personally am incredibly proud of and incredibly proud of what TaylorMade uh, was willing to do to help here. And we've continued to do that through PPE and other provisions throughout the course of the year.
0: Yeah, and that that event was huge because for for the longest time, not only golf, but everything was shut down. And then all of a sudden, golf, it seemed like... It started, started to come back a little bit. It's like, hey, you know what, we can, we can play this game safely as, as, as the sport itself and the recreation of it, the, you know, with distancing, with walking. Then all of a sudden, push carts started to be scarce. They were all selling out. And next thing you know, our great sport's making a little bit of a comeback. Yeah, no doubt. And, and I'm sure
1: you feel the same way. You know, you never want a pandemic to be the catalyst to drive the success in a given category. But make no mistake... Uh, What is real here is because of our sport, uh, how you can physical distance and how you can play the game and uh, the safety being outdoors and the practices and protocols put in place at the golf course. And think about Tom, the work that golf professionals across the country and around the world have done to create an environment that is safe for people to come play golf. I mean, they're heroes in my mind, golf professionals at every level at every facility, that has opened up the game in their club and access to their golf courses to play and the, the the modifications they've made. Their work has been paramount to golf's, you know, strength throughout the course of the pandemic. But, you know, one of the things that was interesting, I was looking at some data points pre-pandemic, during pandemic, and what we hope to be post-pandemic is, as quickly as we can as these vaccines get rolled out. Golf was on the upswing prior to covid we were seeing single-digit constant participation. We had stability in the marketplaces. We had stability in the, in the participation base, not just the number of rounds of played. And then COVID really activated what we call the latent demand in golf. So to put that in a numerical context, Tom, there are 25 million golfers here in the United States. There are 15 million golfers outside of those 25 that have indicated that they would like to consider or are considering playing golf. And I think in many regards what's happened because – People have had more time. They've had more time with their families. Uh, Juniors have more time to get to the golf course. They're not playing other sports right now in some regards. Um, Wives and husbands can play together. Families can come together. We have seen uh, a percentage of that $15 latent demand be activated and come into the sport. And what's happened is they're buying golf products. They're buying push carts, to your point, but they're buying equipment. They're buying golf balls. They're reengaging in the game. And even a, a small microcosm of this is at my club. Uh, we have a waiting list to get into our club. We have tee times at our club we didn't used to. It's fantastic to see, you know, the world embracing golf and and all of us as golfers embracing the game and playing more and bringing more people into the game. And that's going to bode well long-term because we're going to get the world vaccinated here in the first half of this year. And then after that, we're going to see more golf than we've seen probably in 20 years. So I'm very excited about the future uh, both in terms of, uh, you know, getting this pandemic behind us and importantly, how golfers will retain their interest in the game and continue to play. So it's a, it's an exciting time.
0: Yeah, we got to interview several tour players, uh, several made tour players last year, and, and the consensus was it's great to be back out here, but good gosh, we miss the fans. We miss having our fans out here, and, and that, was, that was from everyone we talked to.
1: No doubt. I mean, whether I, I think about our team, uh, I was with many of them at the end of last year uh, within the appropriate safety structure, uh, whether it was Tiger or whether it was Dustin uh, or Rory or Matt or Colin. And, and, and as you're probably aware, we, we welcome Tommy Fleetwood to the team who's dealing with situations in, in the UK as well. Each and every one of them said unprompted, we're really looking forward to the fans coming back and as, as competitive as they are, even without fans, Uh, We are really excited, and I know I am as a golf fan, not just someone that works in the industry, to be able to get back to the golf course and watch the world's best play. And they love the competition, and they play in many regards you know, to build their own legacies, but also, Tom, to really um, inspire fans and golfers to play as well. So no doubt about it. As soon as we get to a place where we can safely get some people back on the golf courses and spectators in place, Uh, I think golf is going to be just prolific when we get to that point and very exciting thereafter. So going to be a lot of fun when we get there, and hopefully that's not too far in the distant future here.
0: David Abley from TaylorMade joining us. David, before I let you go, i got to ask you to do something that you do. You're the best at just high level of what we can expect this year product-wise from TaylorMade because there's always some great new stuff, and uh, no one's better at it than you than telling us about it.
1: Well, thanks. I don't know if I'm the best at it, but I can tell you this. We have the best, we have the best product creators and research development engineers, uh, in golf here. We are launching, um, a breakthrough product called Sim2, building off the shape and motion platform from 2020, uh, which was the hottest selling driver, fairway wood and iron around the world. Uh, we have built a, uh, an extension, a new platform called Sim2. That's an entirely new construction, the driver and the fairway woods that will enable our products Uh, to get a bit faster and even more forgiving than what we saw in Sim. Those products are already in play. You may have seen just this last week at Kapalua, where Dustin Johnson, world number one, put Sim 2 in play, as did Colin Morikawa, the reigning PGA champion. Products will be in market mid-February, and they will complement the success of P790 and 770. You may have seen the sibling rivalry between these two uh, beautiful irons uh, going on. We've got a new golf ball in TP5 and TP5 Vets building upon The momentum we've established, I don't know if you know this, Tom, but TaylorMade is not only the the fastest-growing major golf equipment brand in the world, but we're also the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the world. Uh, We're we're, we're growing share every year on the backs of a movement of players coming into five-piece construction. And again, that new ball was played at Kapaloo as well, and Ricky will be in it soon. When he tees it up for the first time, Rory will play with the golf ball. Uh, in the Middle East when he gets going next week. So, uh, very exciting. We have the most comprehensive product line at TaylorMade from metal with irons, wedges and putters in golf ball than we have had in the 41 years of our history. Um, they're more technically advanced. They work better and every one of those products can help every player at every skill level play the game a bit better. So you can tell by the energy in my voice, I am really excited to come to market with, with Sim 2 and TP 5 and TP 5X and TP 5 picks. Uh, we're going to have a terrific year and help golfers uh, around the world uh, get better at the great game that we all love.
0: Wow. Good stuff, David. Hey, we appreciate your time so much. We know you're busy. We always appreciate you carving out some time. How about some final words for our worldwide golf listeners out there?
1: Yeah, just, well, first of all, thank you. Um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to work in this industry and to serve golfers uh, in every corner around the world. Uh, I have tried to personally through the pandemic get into the worldwide golf stores. From time to time certainly here in southern california and within the limited travel when i've had a chance to be out in the market doing it safely i'm so inspired by uh your teams at your store level and uh, the safety protocols they have in place and how they're serving golfers to help golfers improve and do it in a very unique environment that we're in so uh, i just want to say thank you thanks to all the golfers that are playing our great game thanks for all the associates at worldwide golf that are keeping the doors open to help golfers have access to brands like TaylorMade made and products that we make Uh, it's truly inspiring. And uh, like everybody, I am very excited about uh, the next uh, several months as we work into the spring and then ultimately the summer months and hopefully uh, put as much of this pandemic behind us as we possibly can.
0: It's the greatest game there is. David, thanks so much and uh, be safe out there. And as we say, uh, stay positive and test negative. How about that?
1: Sounds great. I love it. Tom, thanks so much for the time.
0: Well, there you have it, a look at 2020 and uh, 2021 and beyond from the eyes of Taylor-made President David Ablees, who joins us this time every year. It's great to catch up with him in person, but haven't been able to do that the last couple of years, so we'll do it this way. But then check out that all-new Sim 2 line. Certainly more on that as we get closer to launch date. Special thanks again to David Ablees for joining us and to you, our listeners, and we'll do it again next time we have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shop's Insider Podcast. Here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.